Well, Tinkies, what a situation we're in today. I gotta tell you about garden beds, and we're driving the Toll Monster again today. I'm on a uh, <clears throat> delivery tour, I guess. Um, and about my dirty windshield. Uh, that's the only real problem today. That's the situation we're in. So my windshield is dirty because <clears throat> it rained on my dusty truck. So now I have rain spots all over my truck, which I don't like. So we're driving around a dirty truck once again. And another reason my truck is so dirty is because Mr. Anderson made me haul dirt. I had to haul a bunch of dirt in my truck. You know, I don't like to haul dirt in my truck because it makes my truck dirty. So we did that. So let's talk about that. Then I'll talk about France. Um, it is now growing season here. It is the beginning of May. And we had a, a small garden bed, which was actually three feet wide by about 20 feet long. It's actually 19 feet long. It's divided into a couple of sections. And it's about eight inches high. It sticks up out of the ground. And it was built by whoever owned our house before. So Mr. Anderson wants to grow more things in a garden. So I had to build for him a, a pair of garden beds out of two by eight uh, boards. Um, so I made two identical two by eight, uh, eight uh, uh, ten foot long by four foot wide garden beds that he's going to pile a bunch of stuff into. He's going to grow carrots and squash and tomatoes and um, I don't know, something else uh, radishes and probably something else. I don't know. Um, so, uh, we spent the last week building all of that, the weekend. Uh, it took us three days to build those two boxes. Um, and then fill them with dirt. It took us two truckloads to... Uh, to uh, one truckload each for each of those 10 by 4 foot beds which are 8 to 10 inches deep um, so uh, so that's all done so step one of the summer is to, this year is going to be phase summer um, the summer fling extravaganza <clears throat> where I have all sorts of projects to do my summer of projects. Um, so today's project is, well, I'm taking Mother Anderson's snow tires to the storage warehouse. So um, I have those. I wash them all up to get all the, the winter grit and grime off of them. And they're going back into storage <clears throat> because I put her summer tires on in the beginning of April or the end of March, I guess. 
I just put my own summer tires on the Porsche 911 Dorian Gray. Had to go out and do a little tear on the new tires. I like my summer tires so much better than my winter tires. Um, so that was a little bit of fun last night after I finished my snow tire job changeover. So that's another project that's done. And uh, today I'm going to purchase and install a second battery in the RV. Since I'm going to the storage uh, warehouse where the tires live, that's where the RV lives. So I gotta stop and buy tire, uh, buy a battery, and a couple of other things for the RV. So I'll be working on the RV today. So that's what's going on today. Uh, so, um, let us continue our discussion about Faye's big European vacation. I told you about all about London. I didn't tell you all about it. I told you the high points about London. I didn't tell you that we had the, 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 a very cute traditional lift in our London flat. We, we were on the fifth floor, so we had this, uh, this uh, very old lift where you had to close the, you know, the, there's an accordion gate on the inside and then a sliding door on the outside. And you had to, you know, open, manually open both of these gates, get in the elevator, and then manually close these two gates. And then you press your button for the floor. It knew which floor and where to stop. So it would take you up to your floor. And then you do the reverse. You open your two gates, and you had to absolutely make sure that you properly closed the gates. Because some of the people didn't close the gate properly. So the lift would be stuck on a floor somewhere because the lift thought the door was open which was just barely open it didn't they hadn't closed it enough to close the contact that notifies the lift that the you know that the doors are closed and this lift was just large enough for two men and a child <laughs> so like you could get, we could get the two of us and our suitcase in the lift. At one point, there were like four people and a child crammed in that lift. Um, it was very small lift, uh, but that was uh, that was very charming, very charming aspect of our London flat. And uh, and I, I'm not going to tell you all the places we went. We went to a, a ton of different places to look and to be tourists. But let's get on to the bus tour portion of our trip. Um, so the, lat, the latter seven days of our European vacation, we did a bus tour. This was a bit of a whirlwind tour. We knew it was going to be a quick tour through, was, technically it was six countries. Um, we started in London, that's number one. We went to France. Uh, Switzerland, Germany, Belgium, and then back to back to London. So it's six countries, really only five. There might have been another country in there, but we were in it for about you know six hours. So we started our trip 
you know, we go, we, we had to be at this certain hotel at 6.30 in the morning <laughs> to get on the bus. And, you know, London's quite big. We were, we were sort of central, not quite central, but, you know, we were, I would say we were closer to the middle of the city of London than the outskirts. And this, this trip was out in... We had, to jump, we had to jump on the bus in Greenwich. And we were in Chelsea. So we had to get up at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. The first train that ran was 5.16 or something like that at our location. So we had to make sure we were on that 5.16 train. Because uh, it was a 45-minute journey, yada, 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 and so blah, blah, blah. So we, we make our way using the transit and the tube and what have you at, you know, ungodly hour in the morning to be arrived at this hotel, the pickup hotel, at, uh, um, you know, by 6.30 in the morning. So we were good. We were, we were able to do that. We got there about 6.10 or something like that. And there's a whole bunch of people outside. You know, these are all the bus people. They're all waiting for the bus to arrive at 6.30. So we walk up, you know, with our big giant suitcase in tow and, you know, me and Mr. Anderson. And there's people there and there's... So this is our first introduction to many of the people on the bus. And I'll tell you more about the people on the bus. Um... But the first people we meet were the Australians. (laughs) And this bus was loaded with Australians. There were, I think, six or eight... No, there were four. There's a family of four Australians. And then three other pairs of Australians. So what's that? Four plus six is ten. So ten Australians were on this trip. And the first two Australians we meet were... I called her the Queen of Sheba and her friend... Now, the queen of... As soon as we pull up, you know, make introductions, you know, I'm trying to be friendly uh, because I heard people say, oh, you know, part of the problem with these bus tours is nobody talks to anybody for the first two days and everyone's really shy. So I was going to, well, I'm going to combat that. I'm going to go into this and I'm going to be all chatty and introduce myself and try to learn people's names, yada, yada, yada. So we pull up and as we come up to join the group of the bus people, there's these two Australians, the Queen of Sheba and Colleen, her friend. (laughs) These women are 50, 50 to 55, 60, possibly. Um, Well, the Queen of Sheba is uh, complaining about the other people from the last bus tour that she just got off of. And so she's bad-mouthing all these people that were the, the other guests that were on her last bus tour, which just ended yesterday. And she's also talking about the tour guide. Oh, he was terrible. And in her Aussie a- accent, you know. And the other, the other, there were a couple of other Aussies that were on the same bus tour with her. So, like, Queen of Sheba and Colleen were, like, they're on, like, a four-month tour of... Europe and I don't know, they're going all over the place. Um, 
I think they were going to Portugal next or something. I don't know where they were up to. Anyway, these two women, the Queen of Sheba and Colleen, they both hated their husbands. We found this out later. They both, there's some strange relationship with both of their husbands. They, they both hate their husbands. <clears throat> and uh, so I think they're just escaping from their husbands. <laughs> and they're going on these mega bus tours slash cruises for four months at a time. I'll tell you something about the Queen of Sheba. She will only travel first class on any airplane she takes. So you can imagine, you know, the, the, the situation with the Queen of Sheba. And the Queen of Sheba, like, she, everywhere we went, she had a story about, oh, the last time I was here, we did this and we did this, and it wasn't very good. And, and she... Like, she had a comment about everything and everywhere and everyone. So, uh, so those, the, the, there's one set of passengers. So anyway, so we all pile on, you know, the ten Australians, a couple of, we had, we had three, two sets of the three sisters. <laughs> they were, they were the three sisters from... To Tobago, what, what's that island? To Trinidad and Tobago. Um, so three, three. Th- those girls were fun. Three sisters. They were in their f- late forties. Uh, the three girls from Trinidad and Tobago, and they they were they were fun to talk to. And then we had the other three sisters <laughs> from. Malaysia and Singapore and Australia. Another one from Australia. So these three sisters uh, hadn't seen each other in 10 years or something and they all decided to go on this big vacation together without any husbands or anything and kids and they're all going on this trip. So they all came from various points, Malaysia and Australia um, and Singapore, I think, or Tokyo, I can't remember. And uh, they met here in London to go on this seven-day bus tour. Well, these, (laughs) the Singapore sisters, (laughs) were late to everything. So they were the late people. (laughs) They they couldn't, they wouldn't be on time to save their lives. And, (laughs) and so I, I was like, we were, we would make jokes with the other, you know, the other tour guests. We should tell them that we're leaving half an hour later. Like, everybody had to help those three sisters in some way. Because, I mean, I understand. They had trouble interpreting, you know, English. Our tour guide was a Brit. She had a strange accent. Like, a part, some sort of a Welsh accent. Or, you know, not, not entirely undecipherable. But a difficult accent. And she would speak really fast. And, you know, those... British people, they speak a certain way. Um, so the three Singapore sisters had a hard time understanding. So they would always be, that's one of the reasons they were late. But they were also always taking pictures. They would, they would always take pictures. And the tour guide would say, okay, now we have to be very quick. We've got to catch this train. We're going to get off the bus. We're going to walk across the street. We're going to run to the train. We must get on the train immediately because if we don't, this is Germany. They don't care. They're going to let you sit out in the cold. You must be on the train when the train leaves. No picture taking. 
Does everybody understand? No picture taking. Get off the bus, get on the train. Do nothing else. And yes, we all understand, madam, you know, <laughs> drill sergeant, tour guide. And then so we all beetle off the bus. And of course, the girls, the Singapore sisters, they're taking pictures. And oh, it's just driving people crazy. So they needed a lot of help, those Singapore sisters. Um, uh, you know, they, they were, they, unfortunately, they became the butt of the joke of the, of the tour. But they were, I mean, they were charming. And if you, if, I mean, you could, they could understand English and everything. You could speak to them and we were able to have conversations. And um, they just needed a little bit of help because they're in a foreign country. So, um, so they were kind of fun. But I have to tell you, the older sister, she had this purse with her. And I'm certain that purse was loaded with you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in various currencies or the family jewels or something because she guarded that purse with her life. She had that thing wrapped and entwined around her body and one time she had put the, the, you know, she handed the purse to her sister to take care of while she went to the bathroom and then the sister got distracted and Went, was taking pictures of the scenery as usual and left the purse on a bench unattended and then the older sister comes back and she sees the purse sitting on the bench unattended and she totally freaked out and ran for that purse and clutched it and held it to her chest so you know she had uh, you know she had uh, the entire uh, cash load for the full trip in that purse so that was uh, that was kind of funny. Uh, she always knew where her purse was. Um, so those, let's see, I think those were the primary characters on the bus tour. <laughs> um, oh, and then there were the hoggers, the seat hoggers. So there was a rule. You're not supposed to... Uh, sit in the same seat every day. You have to move seats. You've got to move to a different section. If you're on one side of the bus on one day, you got to move to the other side. Or if you were at the front of the bus, in the front half of the bus one day, you have to move and go to the back of the bus. And there were two sets of people who, who were the seat hoggers. And that was the Americans, um, the dentist and his wife. The dentist was on his phone constantly managing business for the entire vacation so he didn't have much of a vacation he was always talking on the phone anytime we would stop somewhere we you know we're having coffee or bathroom breaks he's on his phone yakety yak back to you know uh, dent, dent, dental sentry dental center uh, dental central <laughs> that's dent, he's on the phone to dental central is what I said um <laughs> So he's on the phone to Dental Central, but they kept sitting in the exact same seats. And there was this one pair of seats where they, the seats would recline a really, really, really long way because there was a gap behind the seat where there was nobody, no other seat. And so the, the, the dentist and his wife were hogging those seats. We kept trying to grab those seats. Okay, we got to get to the bus first so we can grab those seats. 
But wouldn't you know, every goddamn time we got get on the, we, you know, we get out of the hotel, get on the bus, that fucker had taken those seats. So nobody could get the good seats because the dentist and his wife. And the other seat hoggers were the, um, were, was another uh, Philippine pair, which was mother and her son, mother and her 20-year-old son. Another set of people who had a whole lot of money because they were wearing, they were wearing like uh, uh, Tommy Hilfiger and Gucci purses and and all these name brand, and they they were wearing different clothes every day (laughs) when everyone else of us were okay. I got this pair number two of my pants <laughs> today I'm wearing pair number one tomorrow I'll wear pair number two <laughs> and so so the Gucci the Gucci family mum and son hogged the seat right behind the driver every day they were right behind the driver so uh, you know so not that my life was ruined but uh, it was interesting to see these people setting up in their in their uh, their routines. All right, I'm at my first stop. I'm going to stop and buy a very expensive battery um, at Canadian Tire. So I'm going to have to end it here for now, and we'll have to talk some other day about the tour guide. Who is not a? I am not a tour guide. I'm a tour leader. So we'll talk about Shabby, the tour leader, Shabby Flanders, that's her real name, not made up, Um, who was a punk rock star (laughs) in a former life, and our driver, Joshy, the driver. So we'll hear about Joshy and Shabby and traveling through Paris and Switzerland in the Alps and other places next time on the Pink Wheel Nuts podcast. Um, So thank you for listening. I am the Faye Driver. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com and I'll talk to you again. Bye.